Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, here with the super producer, as McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? I'm good, my man. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Glad to be here. Thank you for checking out the pod. We do not take your listeners lightly. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D, and online at HP53Productions.com for our mer her her you can also find additional content such as the Father Good podcast with Marshall Givens and, and Kenny Stevenson, and on Ed McMahon with the Easy Smoke and GM podcast. So, what, what's the best time of year for sports? Is it April when the when it's like the tournament, or is it in September when it's like football's wrapping up? You know, the NBA training. No, no, not September. October, baseball, basketball starting, right? Damn, that's a good NBA question. St- NBA starting. That's a good question. Because um, I feel like now we're about to get into the crappy years of sport, which is just just baseball. I'm going to say... Sorry to baseball fans. I'm going to say the springtime. So... The tournament? The tournament leading into the beginning of baseball season because that's the, right. you know, that's the, the start of warm weather coming into the NBA playoffs and then... I know we don't have a lot of hockey fans, and I'm not the biggest hockey fan out there, but I'm a I'm a Blackhawks fan. The NHL playoffs, the NHL playoffs are the best playoffs out there. Stop it! I'm, no, I'm dead serious. serious. You tired, man? That's cool. That's you know, nothing. Thursday shows nothing is- better than than overtime playoff hockey, man. Nothing. Yeah. Thir- Thursday, Thursday. We were talking about this. Thursday shows are just tougher. That's okay, yes. And uh, better. So I was surprised you didn't pick the answer that had football involved, man. Well, you know what, man. I mean, I love. Don't get me wrong. I love love football, but you sure. know, that's a long. It's a it's a good season, you know. Yeah. But every I'm talking about everything. Everything's not involved during the like football. Because it's, yeah, it's like the it's, Masters. And it's like yep, the Masters the are Masters going. Masters, like I said, start yeah. of warm weather. It's the draft. Just, the draft it's happens. All, it's all feel good, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like the draft. It's like you work at a sports company during that time. Man, they need yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez. So, absolutely. Well, so you guys record this week? We uh, have not. We actually are coming up on our 100th show, so we're getting prepared Whoa. for that. Dope. And uh, But when we do, we will be talking about the uh, NFL schedule just came out. So we Talk about uh, how we think the Bears can do in this this upcoming season, mm. and uh, NBA playoffs, man, is 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 getting getting to the to the for real part of the season. Conference finals coming up. Looks like Denver's gonna gonna uh, roll in smoothly here, and uh, yeah. waiting to see what Golden State and the Lakers are gonna do. And uh, uh, Philly and the Celtics are going to a game seven, so that that's gonna be fun. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, Miami, Miami, and New York has been a good series too. So it's been been some some good series here in the playoffs so far. Good stuff, man. Well, listen, make sure you check out the Easy Smoking GM podcast and our own Esnick Man with the Easy Smoke and GM podcast. So before we get into the pod, 
just want to recognize, man, uh, no airs, but you, you just read it to us before you got recording about a mass shooting here in Chicago in the Inglewood in neighborhood. And, you know, I saw a stat on Sunday on CNN, and it's probably going to change by then, that there have been uh, 202 mass shootings in 127 days. And, uh, you know, I know as you were, you weren't surprised with that. I, I know, I know what you meant by that. It wasn't like you were desensitized to it. It's just what's going on in the world. Yeah. That's not a surprising number. Right. And for me, it's, it, it's shocking because like, that's almost two a day, dog. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you still telling me people aren't, you know, whoever these lawmakers quote unquote are, they ain't running up on this. That's almost and, two a day. And no one, no one's doing anything about it. I mean, it's, it's only a matter of time before that touches your, your family. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. like as a, the general public, if we if we are averaging two a day, and you and you told you mentioned earlier, mass shooting means more than four. So you're telling me there's there's so that's 202 times eight, right? That's on the low end. And we still fighting over guns. And nobody's saying that's just the mass shootings that are, that right. are involved four or more people. Not just a regular, you know, yeah, three and under. Who knows what's going on, yeah. man? So, uh, you know, pray for your cities, pray for your people. And also, again, we talk about it. We've talked about this since first started the show. This is about voting matters. Who, you know, they got to listen to the people, but they know the people ain't paying attention, right? We care about the thing just hot. We care about the things that might make the news. You know, I bet, I bet you everybody, you know, people know about this Trump cases and whatnot, but these mass shootings are blowing past us and then we should not get used to it. I think here on the STP is, we're just making a concerted effort to kind of throw these stats out there to people just to be like, hey, this stuff ain't cool. This ain't supposed to be normal. This is not a, you know, regular thing that should be happening. We should get used to like, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not like hybrid work, right? Okay, we'll get used to hybrid work, right? That's something we're going to have to start living with. But living with two mass shootings a day, nah. Not cool. Can't, nah, can't do that. Can't do that. So just had to get it out the way. But on a lighter note, man, uh, we, we recorded a little late today because my sons, actually both of my sons had a really good extracurricular day. Um, Aiden had, they had a, a wax museum at the school and he had to be Thurgood Marshall. So, you know, they press a button, a makeshift button on you, and then you 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 give your biography Oh, cool. uh, but but Ada made a game out of his. He was a robot, so he he kind of was slumped down when he pressed the button. He'll come to life like a wax thing. It was pretty dope how he did it, man. And uh, so shout out to him. He showed him want to go. I had to bribe him with Pokemon cards, but you know he made it work. I think he wanted to do it anyway, so it worked out. And uh, my my youngest son Champ, you know he is a great singer. He loves to perform. He got his chance to uh be a uh character in the shrek junior musical it's this how you know you driving your kid back and forth to rehearsal and hear the thing i know i knew the whole thing i knew every song every line every change man because i didn't heard this thing every day is for at least two months but uh he was he was he was excited and he even cried at the end he was just so happy that he did it and it, you know it's just kind of cool I he seen got, he got through it, man. Yeah, he got through it. It was a lot of work, man. It's a lot. So you know, I got him a little bag. It's just goodies. You know how they give you? They give him flowers and whatnot. I was like, he give he he'll be mad at these. So he have a box of bunch of little stuff, and he that made him cry even more. But I was just you know, it's funny as it's probably why I should get off Instagram 
think the last couple weeks I've been on Instagram that much, but you know, I've, I've been seeing some dad videos and it, like it was one video of a dude training his son how to run, like training his son to some running drill on a treadmill. I was like, dad, I don't do that with my kids. Am I not fathering my kids right? But the truth, <laughs> the truth is this, man. I just want my sons to be themselves. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think that's that's what I that's what it gets down to. I don't want them to be anything I want them to be. I just want them to be good people. I want them to be known to for keeping a word, man. You know what I'm saying? To 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 follow Jesus, to 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 have have some kind of faith in their lives. But I, I just want them to do what they're supposed to do, and whatever that means, man. And I was just proud that both of my boys, they had assignments, they took it seriously, and they did their thing, man. So I'm really proud of them two little boys, man. And uh, just love them dearly because they worked hard. And tomorrow night's the last show. So, you know, it was the hottest tickets in town, fam. Yeah. Straight up. So shout out shout out to their school, man. Everybody that was in the play. It was pretty cool seeing Shrek, Shrek live. So, uh, But one thing I want to get into is I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Speaking of Aiden, you know, Aiden and I, that's my movie buddy. So we saw Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy 3. I won't ruin it for Ez because Ez, you don't see it until it comes on Disney Plus anyway. So, you know, we got some time. Very true. Very true. So just don't listen to no pods. So this, so I guess Quantum Mania was the first time uh, um, the last Ant-Man was uh, a Marvel movie didn't really like get over the $500 million mark or something like that. Like it was, okay. it's, it's sick as one of the worst. But Guardians of the Galaxy 3, quote unquote, had a small opening of $118 million. Now it's like, one person put in perspective, like that's not nothing, you know what I'm saying? That's still some money, but that's a good, that's a good weekend. We, but we, but we compare it to all the other movies, and I will say, Guardians of the Galaxy was great. Like, and I, and, and I, I'm thinking this. Uh, most, I think people felt like me. Like, I wasn't necessarily. I wanted to see it, right? I'm gonna make my way to see it. But if Aiden would have told me no, I probably been like, all right. And I think more because the thing is, all these Marvel movies have been letting us down, man. I mean, they they just have not been great. You know what I'm saying? They just you go, it's like, man, like that throw love and thunder, dog. That man, we just I was just angry when I left that field. Like, I'm wasting my money, I wasted my time. I could have done, I could have been doing a whole lot of other things with these two, two and a half hours watching this crap. And you know how bad it was? It was on Disney Plus in like three weeks, dog. They never, they never put on there that fast. It was on Disney Plus ASAP, bro. And so I think most people were like. Ah, uh, you know, we'll see. But this is a great movie, man. So I would, I would encourage anybody to definitely go check out the let, movie. Let me ask this. Yeah. Um, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Did that? Did that movie? Uh, the the end of that entire what do you call it? That phase. Mm-hmm. Did that burn us out from Marvel? No, it didn't burn us out. Is wrong. Is the wrong word. It set a it set a bar so high that now everything has to be in game. Does that make sense? It's but like we still have to, but we still have to have the uh, the want to to go see these movies. And I don't think we've maybe maybe Black Panther. And I think that's different because you you lose your black card if you didn't go see the Black Panther movies. Well, no, but no, but for no. the but for the others though, you're not. There's not that that that. That I have to, I have to go see that. You know what I'm saying? No, I disagree. Because so this story actually has a, has a uh, quote in it. Said of the 32 films in the franchise, every single one has opened to number one, and 10 have surpassed the one billion dollar mark. Right. So I, I say that to say, people still going. 
the CD that's, thing. That's right? since Endgame. That's this is of the thirty-two films of all the films. No, no, no right? I'm saying no, 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 no. But Even you since, hear me though. I'm since Endgame, yeah. since Endgame, it's yeah, been thirty-two all, of Marvel movies since Endgame. No, 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 not since Endgame. But I'm saying whatever, whatever number Endgame is at, the ones after that have also been number one. Okay, they've been number one. That's fine. That that ain't hard to be. I'm saying we're not going. If we were, you know, they were having two hundred million dollar weekends. What, what I mean, so this That's is not happening. Now. I, I, I still disagree because I think some of that you had to factor in the pandemic. People stopped their movie habits. Stopped. That's true. That's They're true. different, right? So people just aren't. You know, I mean, look at yourself. You are a movie guy, but you haven't been to the movie theater. In a very long time, and it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just that's just a pandemic. So you got to go see fact, Black Panther. That was the last one because you kind of had to, and oh, because yeah. that was when you had the event with the tickets, and you didn't tell me about it. Uh, here we go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just want to make sure. I, I asked you right. I, just, yeah, I had to go yeah. get my own tickets, everybody, and I talked to Ez every week. But okay, but cut up, bring up old wounds. Anyway, man, <laughs> I lost, I lost my point. Oh no, no, no. So I was listening to a pod about Marvel movies, right? And so I think they were talking about why these movies just haven't been that great. So Marvel became the big giant. Remember, it was a, it was a little engine that could at first. We're going to take a chance with Iron Man. They put and invested everything into it. Now it's this large conglomerate, and they were trying to cut corners on the CGI. And so okay. they were putting out bids for people and kind of undercutting them, having them work around the clock for a little money, but people want to do it because you want to put Marvel, you know, you want to put... Uh, a Marvel movie on your resume if, that, if that's your bag. And so what happened is the CGI just wasn't as impressive. Because look at Endgame, stuff looked real. Everything mm-hmm. looks real. But you look at She-Hulk, you're like, hey, man. Hey, man, y'all y'all got high school students on this, man. You know what I'm saying, y'all? <laughs> this, is, this, is some, this is summer class, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. And so you got to pay for that stuff. So they were trying to... Because again, they were... I'm sure putting out a, a, a movie like this ain't cheap. You know what I mean? And they and they they plot they planning they filming movies all the time. That bill get high, yeah. so they were like, "Yo, we can't keep paying these people." So from a business standpoint, I get it. And so then and so then I think that's what affected then the movie going because you'd be in a movie like this looks whack. This is not the same. When back to Endgame and Infinity Wars, those are some of the greatest movies. Like it just this movie is amazing. Nothing there's zero flaws in it, right? And it's like. Because that bar was set so high, then they start coming out with these duds and the CGI's whack. And to your point, they get us there, right? They you we, we be coming out in the pandemic. You get you like, man, like because what was happening too is people were seeing these movies two and three times, right? That's true. Yeah, it's like you know they're going and going back again. That's why the numbers were so crazy. It's like yo, I gotta see this again. That's how amazing it was. Or, or you go see it with somebody else who hadn't seen it because you just want to see how they react, respond, right. and react to it, man. So. Uh, you know, they show they keep getting people, they get keep getting folks. And I mean, like you said, they they lamenting over 118 million dollars. Like somebody, man, let us make a movie that made 118 million dollars. I'm out here walking with a with a beret and a shaved cat. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. I'm wearing I'm wearing some weird suits just because, bro. We make a we make 118 million. You can't tell me nothing, dog. Right, right. You can't tell me nothing. They're like, oh, I guess we'll do better. Do better. <laughs> Can I be a producer on this one, please? Jeez. No, but please check out um, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a great, great, great wrap up to the movie, man. To the to the trilogy, man. I listen to the um, what's those guys? The Midnight Boys podcast on the R- Ringiverse. 
they were doing a lot of uh drinking some movies, man. They talked about the Guardians of the Galaxy just a trilogy as a trilogy, and this is great. So check that out when you get a chance. So it's another article in the New York Times. So we have seen, you know, so I did this innovation thing last week. I think we talked about it, right? This innovation boot camp. And one thing it talked about was noticing signals. And that means like, you, you know, you read the paper, hear some of the news and it's like, that sounds weird or that'll never happen. They taught us like to take note of that because you never know, man, in the future, you'd be like, you know, I remember I read that people was going to be wearing, like they, they use a prime example, like a few years ago, somebody had, was wearing a mask. I mean, was, he went to Japan for work or something. And when he came back to the States, it was just customary wearing a mask when he got sick. And the people in the office were like, hey, man, that's stupid. You know, take your mask off. You just ain't where you were, blah, 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 blah. Fast forward, when somebody's sick, they wear a mask. And we're like, you know, all right, cool. And so this is like, you have to pay attention to these things that seem weird. Or like you hear a random news story, like, that's strange. You know, it's like robot, robot, robotic, uh, you know, shelves or, you know, robotic basketball players. Take notes. Cause like in 20 years, it might be weird. You know what I'm saying? So this article was talking about the title was 26 empire state buildings could fit into New York's empty office space. That's a sign. And they kept, they kept using different um, analogies. Like um, I said, New York, 26.6 empire state buildings, Los Angeles's vacant office space could fill 307 U S bank towers. Um, Houston's vacant office space could fill 29.7 J.P. Morgan Chase Towers. Of course, we are in Chicago. They had a Chicago one. Chicago's vacant office space could fill 15.8 Willis with, with Towers. Of course, the pandemic had a lot to do with this because people aren't going to work like that, right? Most people aren't going to an office five days a week anymore just because of Zoom and all these things and remote work. And remote work, for the most part, is here to stay. Like, you're going to have to pry for my cold, dead hands. Uh, <laughs> before people willingly give up, go you know just going back to it because 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 what it what it has shown is it allows you to take care of personal stuff. I mean, people to be honest, people just doing personal stuff on the on job time. We keep it in a buck. It's like they were just down you know downtown shopping, grocery shopping. Hey, I used to do it. I used to go grocery shopping, put it back in my when I had a I had a job downtown. We had a parking garage. I would park on my lunch, I would shop on my lunch break. Leave the stuff in the car, especially in the winter. It was it was the best. Yeah. Leave it in there. Let everything be cold. By the time I get home, good, man. You know, during the day, paying my bills, uh, you know, looking like I'm on a call and I'm actually on an Excel spreadsheet for my budget. Hey, man, might as well send me home. I'm, I'm just using y'all good internet. But back to this, back to this story. So they were just talking about, so what does this mean if you have all this empty space in these downtown centers? Because again, think of Chicago's downtown and any other down, well, Chicago's downtown is the best downtown. And I've been to a lot of cities. Most of downtown suck. But, uh, you know, Chicago's is fantastic. And uh, it says, to create a city vibrant enough to compete with the convenience of the internet, we need to end the era of single-use zoning, meaning one thing can happen in this area, and create mixed-use, mixed-income neighborhoods that bring libraries, offices, movie theaters, grocery stores, schools, parks, restaurants, and bars closer together. You must reconfigure the city into an experience worth leaving the house for. Streets once filled by commuting crowds can be reinvigorated by those who really want to play there. And the, the, this article is calling this a playground city, right? It's like, it's not about, because 
they're saying cities were, fir were first about this is where you just come to work. Now it should be this is where you come to come to play. And how now cities are, and, and, and I see your face extreme, but it feels like they, they, they're saying in cities it's one section of play. Like, you know, you go to this location, this is this is the party area, this is the finance area, right? Da da da. And then what what the article is suggesting that like dispersing that and making making more spaces more diverse so people don't just work there they live there they play there they have fun there yada 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 what's your thoughts man i i get that yeah. um how do you make that affordable for for everyone though but that's what they were talking about like the mixed income housing has to be a part of this plan so everybody can take advantage of it because that's what because in the article they talked about that's how the that's how the new york stock that's how the new york living kind of costs went up that's what you know as we it's not a secret that you can get, have a studio in new york and it'd be three bands a month you know right, what i'm saying right and, and, and it's just because because new york city center just to your point kind of priced out those who were poorer and then it's like the area just became very expensive and that spread out to other parts of the city but it reminds me of and i'm sure your parents would know the same thing my dad would always talk about how 63rd street here in chicago or like Hostage Street, Forty uh, Seventh Street, were like the mall, right? Uh -huh. It it was really like you would go outside. It was black stores that like you could get real, like you know, you like we do it online today. But it was really you went down and shopped in these locations. Pops would talk about on a Sunday, people got dressed up and was walking up and down Sixty Third. If you ever been down Sixty Third Street, it's just hard to imagine that now. Right, but that was a more, and it feels like the city was more vibrant at that point. But again, I think it's all cyclical. That happened, but what killed that? The mall, all in well, crime, but also the malls, right? And then online. So then I think the thought, because even with the pandemic, neighborhoods started to be they had to be more vibrant because, as we talked about, when you went to work, you didn't really have time to come back and enjoy your neighborhood because you were coming home so late. You're doing just enough to enjoy the people in your own house. Now, if you, you're working from home, you might run up the street and see something. I know for sure I changed a lot of what I like a lot of what I did from like dentist, eye doctor, what have you. They were all downtown near my job because that's that's when it was easy for me to go. Right. But now everything is near my house because I can just, you know, okay, run on my lunch break. Go take care of this dentist thing real quick or, you know, go to the eye doctor real fast. So I think that's part of what they're trying to make it be. Uh, and you know, it's something, man, I think also with any type of change, we, we try to make it, like, I think what's the, the problem is a lot of cities are trying to get it back, which is why they're forcing people to go back to work, right? Because they want to get back what they have. But sometimes, yes, I let it go. It's, 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 it's usually easier to well make something new than kind of recreate what you have. Does that make sense? They're, they're paying money on all this real estate. And they yeah. can't get out of they can't get out of these deals. And and that's that's, that's the thing, that's man. Part of the Stuff, and you know, again, this innovation boot camp was pretty dope because they were talking about it how like, you just can't, you always have to think, what'll put me out of business? You know what I'm saying? You and you have to be like, if if this happened and put us out of business, how would we pivot? And that's unfortunately people don't do that, like when your life is going well, because that's when stuff happens when you ain't looking, cause you ain't you don't expect it to happen. That's why I catch you off guard. But one one quote from the article, uh, in 1980, the futurist, again, the futurist is my favorite word. That's people who are professional future predicts, not not like you know, uh Miss Cleo, 
they actually like look at call me look, now. They look, they look at data, you know what I'm saying, and make and make educated guesses. But in 1980, the futurist Alvin Toffler argued that the information technology would take would make urban offices largely obsolete with workers using residential and electronic cottages instead. So for 40 years, he was dead wrong. Then all of a sudden, the dude was right. Now it's, you know? yeah. It's yeah. like he right in the mug, man. Um, another one, it talks about just how we, you know, this this city idea, playground city idea is necessary because we have regressed is the wrong word, but we have different ways that we socialize because, you know, we have a few friends online that we keep in touch with. Right? You, got, you got your core group that you check in with, but we lost our weak ties. Like people that, you know, your guy that you see on the train, you know, he's like, what's up? You know, you say what's up to him. That's it every week. And that's the only time you see that person or the person that when you go to Dunkin' Donuts, y'all there at the same time, or even the person behind the counter at Dunkin' Donuts, he's like, what's up? Y'all know each yeah, other at absolutely. a certain point. Yeah, like yeah. that, that has been lost because we're not going in. And now things are automated. Like at the job I have, man, they, at the, um, and I mean, I know this is like market stuff, but the cafeteria, it's now just a pay it. You just pay it and leave. You know what I'm saying? You're not even meeting people anymore. That's a different question for a different day. But they would say more permanent remote work could stunt the innovation and economic growth that shrinks our social fabric, which is why they're trying to think of different ways that people should just get around each other. Because again, the pandemic kind of made you, forced you into like, well, I have to have a core group because we couldn't be around everybody. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? We just we just couldn't do it, man. Um, so they were saying this kind of, Playground city idea is something that to keep us coming and keep us together. So, you know, but but they were making the point that people are still coming downtown. They said New York is still one of the most traveled uh, cities in the world by tourists in spite of hybrid work and still the pandemic. People were still coming up to uh, to New York and most places because, again, we were in the house, couldn't go nowhere for years. People were like, I'm going somewhere. People had a couple extra bucks. Now they spending it on their inflation. Uh, but they definitely oh, no about that man. That inflation is real, bro. Jeez, you know, there was an article talking about how we not even noticing like we we don't even care about inflation like that no more. We just pay we just paying the rates, and it's probably not even inflation because I saw something that said inflation wasn't going was going down, but these prices still going up. We're just saying like but, I guess like I guess the year to year uh percentage is down, but sure. yeah, it don't yeah. it don't feel like it. So sure don't not at all, man. Yeah, but but I thought that was a pretty interesting article just because again, in a city like Chicago, that's something that we'll probably see. Like they before Mayor Lightfoot was uh bounced out to paint, that was something she was trying to do, right? Like LaSalle Street turn it into some more mixed income. This is exactly the stuff she was saying, so I gotta give it to her. Mixed income housing is making it a more livable place. Cause again, our downtown, I mean, you live there if you like, you not from here. And you have a particular job, right? But like most people aren't, aren't necessarily really trying to live, quote unquote, downtown, because it's like, why? But if they change the city around and make it a different place, it might be more more livable. So that's your smarty yardy article of the day. As last thing before we get out of here, now this caught my eye in the New York Times. So I'm gonna ask you before I get into this, Cleopatra. Would you consider her a black woman? You you think of her as black? What's up? What is what is it's controversy about her skin color, right? Let's let's say it that way, right? Okay. Um, do we consider Egyptians black? It's funny. So you well, you real travel, brother. You know you very uh, 
every day. I, I know Egypt is a part of the continent of Africa, but I don't mm -hmm. know that we necessarily call Egyptians black. Brother, you read, huh? You read, you read the New York Times on a regular basis. I, I, I haven't, I haven't seen it. I, I can't Man. afford, I can't afford the uh, subscription fees for every paper out there. <laughs> that B on your hat is for brilliant, brother. Uh, <laughs> so, so this article, in New York Times, kind of touches on that. So apparently, their Netflix is coming out with a show produced by Jada Pinkett Smith. So that's why this, is, you know, she's trouble follow her. Right. Uh, produced by Jada Pinkett Smith, and Egypt spar over an African Cleopatra. So Egypt, so the show is called African Queens, and they have they're featuring Cleopatra, and they cast Cleopatra as a biracial woman, half okay. black, half white. Okay. Apparently, the Egyptians were not having this, bro, which was which was strange. But Egyptians say the influential streaming service is dragging an ancient queen into modern and a decidedly Western debate about black representation in Hollywood in which she has no real place. So essentially they're just like, you are using, you trying to make a point of your race using our queen, right? And so uh, one line, you know, they talk about Cleopatra, just who she was as a person, just her fame, uh, connected with Alexander, uh, different, different kings or what have you. And so a lot of people in, in Egypt called out um, the, the Egyptian government, what have you, called out this show for casting a black actress to play Cleopatra, and it airs this Wednesday. Where well, I guess it's it, it's it's airing aired yesterday. Uh, so the show. Let me read this. Soon after the show's trailer appeared last month, Netflix was forced to disable comments as they turned into a hostile and occasionally racist pile on Egypt's Supreme Council of Antiquities. Like these are these are official agencies. Mm -hmm. The government agency in charge of heritage declared to show a falsification of Egyptian history. A popular television host accused Netflix of trying to take over the Egyptian culture. And the, an Egyptian lawyer filed a complaint demanding that the streaming service be shut down in Egypt. Now, uh, so so what, for, go ahead. So what, what would they rather the person be? See, so that's the point. So I think their thing is, so, well, I'll get to that, right? Okay. So, so, right. Put, so, stick, so hold, hold that thought. Um, so they, so they're saying is, <clears throat> so for the show's mix, so that's, that's the Egyptian side. So people who made the show, they figure, why can't they, she's an African ruler and it's, there shouldn't be an issue portraying her as black. See, that's where we get to the issue of what black is, right? Is it a culture? Is it a skin color? And so on and so forth, right? And so, but for many Egyptians, the story is that portrayal is, is a misreading and they, they think a negation of Egyptian history because that it, because then black, right, is, is synonymous with the American experience, right? The okay. African-American experience. And I mean, let's keep it a buck. It's just not a secret. So I guess for the non-black people listening, just, uh, you know, hold, hold your ears and uh, for a minute, because the truth is that a lot of people who have our skin color is, but are not from America, who don't want to be associated with us, right? They will Very say true. they're not. They will say they're not black. Or like you know, you black Americans are lazy. You know, what I'm saying I've seen that before. You know, and so that that's. But but you know, 
in the same places and spaces, they still get shot by uh, the police and still treated as black when it comes to it. So, you know, another, that's a Dr. Williams point. He, he can do that a little bit better than I can. So apparently Cleopatra, Cleopatra, I'm going to say Cleopatra, you know, I'm from the South Side. Uh, this, <laughs> so apparently she does have Macedonian Greek lineage. And the producers of the show said there's there's a reason to question her history because they that her mother was of another background because the Egyptians are kind of saying like hey she ain't really like she has more Greek uh, Macedonian lineage than really of Africa what have you and so Jada Pinkett Smith made a point we don't really get a chance to hear stories about black queens so this was a good opportunity because again I always was under the impression that Cleopatra was like undeniably a black woman. What's your question? Or some version of a black... Like, the fact this woman was biracial was like, y'all tripping over this, man? How, how do we know that? I, but I, No, but to your point, it's like I was... That just was something I always thought about, right? Because I never understood... Well, well, racism has been has been in business for a long time. So I mean, Elizabeth Taylor being Cleopatra, right. this was like she's the whitest white woman at the time. It's like hey, y'all let this slide, but I mean, well, okay, every, I pretty much every adaptation I've seen is her as being a well white woman. Yeah, Angelina Jolie was a uh, yeah. Cleopatra, yeah. and and so I mean that that was kind of my big point at the end. I was just saying now because it's sad, like. Every I and you didn't hear no 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 heat no smoke when Angelina Jolie was uh playing the um Cleopatra, and she like she ain't Egyptian looking you know what I'm saying, but they want to the smoke when she half black. She is badass. You don't have to say it. I'll say it for you. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I got you, man. So uh, many so many scholars contend that she likely had little. If any non-Greek blood, so again, her her lineage is up in question. That's where this, that's the where the history gets um, entangled. But I was I was reading it's like so is it? And, and, and again, that's that's where it gets into a, a tricky dance because when we I think when you and I are saying black, we are saying, I, and, and I want to perverse the amount of phrasing that that she is is a woman of color that she's a woman right. with darker skin. And I think when the Egyptians hear that she's black, they think they're reading it as we're saying she's a black American, like 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 of us. Right. And right. so what if it's like and so like they talk about Afrocentrists who are like, you know, uh, Europeans and Greeks and whatnot stripped Egyptian history and we and the, the people here in America really literally of that kings and queens. The Egyptians are like, nah, dog. Y'all ain't us either. I'm telling you, this stuff was it was wild. Yeah. Only, we talked about it some time ago. Kevin Hart had to cancel a show in Egypt because he sent a tweet that Pharaohs and Cleopatra were black. And the Egyptians were like, nah, bro, don't come to Egypt. And it's like, and I'm, I, we talked about that on the pod, but again, Signal, we just was like, oh, that's strange. And we started talking about, so y'all see House Party 4, right? We just, we just jumped into something else, man. Yeah. So uh let me see. Modern battles of a clear patch's heritage and skin color have erupted over time. So we talked about this. So these are all the people who play Cleopatra. Right. Elizabeth Taylor, mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie, Lady Gaga, and Gal Gadot. Really? Yeah, man. 
But when Adele James, a biracial British actress, is a, and they're saying this is a reflection of Western arguments over black representation in Hollywood. So pretty much they're saying, you know, they y'all Little Mermaid in us. Y'all think it's not enough black people in TV. So throw into this kind of black person who might kind of not be almost maybe. But it's like, I mean, I've seen my fair share of Egyptians. They people of color like me and you. You know what I'm saying? They might ban me in Egypt, dog. I mean, you know. What's up? I'm trying to I'm trying to say this right. Uh so, so but, 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 but do you but do you come to an Egyptian and say, well, you know, do you is he a brother? Uh yeah. people brothers when they want to be. I'm just gonna keep it a buck with you, right? People brothers when they want to be. You know what I'm saying? Which I'm cool with, but I don't. I don't feel the same. See, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I mean, no, no, no. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and and I get. And so here's here's, I guess what my my rub is with it because, you can't tell me somebody from Egypt, had as a line to somebody that lives in America that lives in the south side of Chicago right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we are African American, that's part of Africa. The pro- the whole problem is. We don't know. A lot of us don't know from where we come from, so we just it's lumped into Africa, and we and we all try to figure out the best way we can. That's like the Black American experience. Unfortunately, is an experience where you don't know the root your your root. You know what I'm saying? You don't know where your tree starts. Right. So you had to start it from somewhere. That if we keep it in the buck, that's the Black experience, and that's why a lot of us know what Black is because it's like well. Our blackness had to, we had to figure it all out here. We know we come from somewhere. We probably come from the same places. I think that's what black is. And I think these people are saying, we know our heritage and history and it ain't y'all. So make, so I don't care if she not, uh, but, but what I can't understand is so that Angelina Jolie, Lady Gaga is like, I I don't remember. They don't make any mention of any protests of Lady Gaga and Angelina Jolie being Cleopatra. Right. But this, but this, that's that's the, again this this was blowing my mind bro when i read this so that's what another, I think that's 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 what i'm saying i'm with you yeah. so another line for many egyptians the question is whether egyptians and their an- ancient ancestors geogra- geographical located location notwithstanding are african so here's a quote why do some people need cleopatra to be white this show's director said uh perhaps it's not just i've directed this series that portrays cleopatra's black but that I have asked Egyptians to see themselves as African, and they are furious for me at that. So it's saying Egypt sits, of course, at the northeast corner of Africa, but you know it's saying pretty much they don't like being considered African. Like Arabs conquered Egypt. This is a lot of history. This is this is Doctor Williams' uh, episode, so I'm gonna have to have him listen to this. He definitely got to come on and explain a lot of this stuff. So since Arabs conquered Egypt in the seventh century, bringing the Arabic language and Islam with them. Egyptians have shared more cultural, religious, and linguistic ties with the predominantly Arab and Muslim Middle East and North Africa than with the rest of Africa. There was a post on Instagram that a woman put. She had visited Egypt. And she was like, and she was saying, don't come to Egypt. Like, they are racist. They are pretty much running me out of places. She went to, like, some, like, spaces to take pictures, you know, get her Instagram pic, and the people was like, beat the streets. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? You ain't us. You ain't here. 
You know what I'm saying? And and I th- and again, I, th- I think that I made the point earlier. That's the about being black. It's like we we we're trying to figure out what extends beyond. You know, like you know, I have friends who are Italian. They can tell you what part of Italy their family from. You know what I'm saying? They still People, have family there. Dude, I met a dude who's Cuban. You know, you know, I went to Cuba for my forty birthday. We t- he talking about his family from Cuba. Like it's wild. Like mine started in Tennessee, bro. Yeah. Mississippi. And I know that's not where it started, but that's all we got. Right. And so when I read something like this, this is like, doggone, we might be part of y'all, man. Is that such a bad thing? You know what I'm saying? Is is it is it is it bad enough to you to protest this thing? Like if even if you don't want her to be, and that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a it's two it's a separate conversation. You you can't be mad that they that they cast this woman as Cleopatra. You're just mad that that woman herself is black, and you're like, nah, that's I, I, you know what I'm saying. I think yeah. it's two different things. Like dog, go like, Cleopatra, Cleopatra probably look more like her than Lady Gaga. Get out of here, bro. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's wild. So I, don't, I, don't, I mean, but that just reading that was just like this is a wild story. So African Queens comes is it should be out on Netflix now. So you know, depending on where you stand, uh, if you're with the Egyptians, don't watch it. If you're with Jada Pickett Smith, then watch it on watch it on watch it on Netflix, man. This is wild. This was really, 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 really wild, man. Hey, we, kept- we we got to get big enough to get on. Uh- on Skip Gates show, no doubt, no Find, doubt. Uh, was it finding finding your roots? Yeah, because because you know that's that's a joke. You know we talked about that with St. Patrick's Day. I'm fifteen percent. Yeah, because my, yeah. my but you know check it out. If I go to the Irish bar, but see I kind of understand it. If I walk in the Irish bar. I'm like, what's up, fella? What's up, family? Y'all good? They're gonna be like, man, you'll get your <laughs> you'll get your black any black guy out of here. Like yeah, uh, you know you're right. I get it. I, you gotta come in with you. your card though, man. You gotta have your card. No, I'm getting a shirt made. I'm gonna have a hundred. I'm gonna have or you gotta 100. have a last name like mine. Well, hey, Greg's gonna have to do Gregor where's the drill of Gregory. But like I'm I'm gonna have I'm gonna just give me a shirt with a hundred uh them leprechaun leaves and highlight 15 of them. There we go. 15%, baby. Let's do this. <laughs> So as that's the show for the day, man. I, you know, I know we usually got a lot of jokes and stuff. But I thought that was just so interesting to me, man. And it's right. Being a black person, there's a lot of juggling. And, and it's, a, it's a lot of swallowing pride in some instances. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're trying to find people, just, you know, they, they tell us, they say we don't know nothing, we don't go nowhere, we're trying to see the world. And it's like, we're not like you. You're not like us. Like, okay, the point you were making earlier, at Hampton, if there was a contingent of Egyptian students that came to Hampton, you guys would not shun them, right? Y'all would, it is just like, oh, that's the Egyptians. That's, that's my man, you know, and, and his sister or whatever, right? It wouldn't necessarily be this public, y'all ain't like us. Or would it be? No. But that's what I'm saying, like, that just doesn't happen. Now it might be like some jokes, because you know, black people love some jokes. It definitely be some Egyptian jokes. Because that's what black people do. But it wouldn't be this, y'all not like us. It'd be like, ah, right, y'all, you know, y'all shouldn't do the same stuff we do, but when it's reversed, according to this article, I should say, that's not the case. 
And that's that's a little bit sad. And again, I've said it already. I've listened to you, the different clear pastors that they have portrayed. Not a word. I ain't heard nothing. Big old article in New York Times about the uproar of a half-black woman that's going to portray Cleopatra. So it was okay when she was white, but it's not okay when she might look like the way she actually did. That well. Go get Dr. Williams on here, man. Yes, sir. I've heard yes. I've heard us I've heard us talk about that though, but not that she's not being black. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I mean, but and, and, you know, it's funny. I guess when I was reading this, I was like, how did I miss this? Because I guess it was I knew I always and maybe it was this, maybe it was just how how it went. Because I knew she didn't look like uh Liz Taylor, it was like, well, how does she really look? And you know, again, and maybe this, maybe this the part of the argument is like y'all just need a representative, find you another one. Don't use this one. Right. right? Maybe that's their point at a at a very basic level. We know y'all need a representative, just find somebody else. Right. Don't find this. And we like, she can't be on the list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? You know, that's that. But Please, folks, pick up a newspaper, get off of Instagram, read something that will challenge your mind and make you think. And I'm saying that to myself because I love Instagram. Uh, but make sure you follow us on Instagram. Speaking of, at SuperDuperPod, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D, and online at hp53productions.com for our merch. As I miss anything. No, I think you covered it all. Let's all go. right, guys, take care of yourselves and each other. Hey, mama, this is the Super Duper Podcast. That's champagne, real pain, real pain, champagne from you and I. Wait, you alive? Now that's champagne, if you was I, would you be off on this campaign? Is it suicide? If you know that bringing hope here is how careers die. Or do the K stand for kamikaze? The J silent is everywhere, you can feel them falling. Sure, lately, I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further, and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, How you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I woke up.